0: What is believing? That's the second part of rightly dividing the word. Bible study course. Amen. Let's, let's go to John chapter 3 and find out what is believing. We found out last <clears throat> couple of weeks that we, have, we need to follow the authority of the Word of God, and we saw the authority of the Word and the apostolic teaching, or the teaching of the apostles, and why it's so important. To find out what they preach to the lost. So let's find out what believing is. Because a lot of people say all you gotta do is believe on the Lord and accept him as your personal Savior and you are saved. Well, let's see if that's what the Bible teaches in the Word of God, okay? <coughs> I believe if I do believe that if you believe on the Lord Jesus, you will you are saved. I do believe that. But what is believing? That's that's the thing. Okay, John 3, let's go there. Good to see everybody here tonight. Take your time to come and try to equip yourself to teach Bible studies. John 3 verse 1 there was a man of the Pharisees and for context I want you to go up to John 2 in verse 24 but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all in italics men and needed not that any should testify of man we're talking about mankind we're not just talking about the male gender for he knew what was in man, right? So because he knew what was in man, now we have a man, a, an example of a man, an example of a religious man. In John 4, we have an example of a different kind of mankind, a woman at the well. So what the Lord does is give you various examples of different kinds of men. The first one he's going to look at, because he knows what is in man, he knows what is in religious man. And so he's going to talk about there was a, notice there the word man, so it's connected with the previous verses. A man of the Pharisees, so this man was a very, very strict religious man, named Nicodemus. Nicodemus, say Nicodemus. That has Greek background to it. So he's a Pharisee, but he's got a Greek name. A ruler of the Jews. Say a ruler of the Jews. He's on the Sanhedrin court. Okay. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, unto who? Unto Nicodemus. Unto this very, very religious man who is a ruler of the Jews, a Pharisee. So he is a very, very religious man. If anybody (coughs) could claim to know God, it would be this man. Right? I mean, because he's a part of the denomination called Pharisee. He is sitting on the highest courts of the Jews as a leader. And the Bible says, this man came to Jesus by night. And chapter uh, 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, unto Nicodemus, unto this religious Pharisee. You with me here? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. So he's telling Nicodemus that Nicodemus needs to be born again. And I mean, he is the theologian in Israel. He's a master. You with me here? Look at verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel? And knowest not these things? I mean, he is the theologian, church. He is extremely religious, Pharisee. He's on the highest court of Israel. But yet Jesus looks at him and says, I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Right? Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he's old? So Nicodemus is thinking about natural birth. Again, remember, you've always got to distinguish physical, soul, and spirit how can a man be born when he is old so is he thinking what natural birth can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born all right jesus answered verily verily i say unto thee except a man be born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of god that which is born of flesh is flesh so there's a physical birth and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So there's spiritual birth. Okay. So what you need, Nicodemus, is spiritual birth. You need to be born again. Okay. Marvel not that I said unto thee. Now I hope you're getting this. That I said unto thee. He's not setting. Jesus is not setting in front of. A person in the world, so to speak. uh, You know, an ungodly man. He's sitting in front of a church member. In fact, he's not just sitting in front of a church member. He's sitting in front of a church pastor. Okay? Who is the known theologian of his day. The master of Israel. And he tells him, except the man be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And then verse 5 again. just says, verily, verily, I say unto thee. Except a man be born of the water, and the Spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. You understand? Verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, or where it willeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. When you are born of the Spirit, there will be a sound. And he says, so is everyone that's born of the Spirit. Some people say, well, when I, got the whole, when I got the Spirit of God in, the way I prove that I got the Spirit of God in me, or was born by the Spirit, is because I have the fruit of the Spirit. And in a sense, that is true. But the Bible says here that everyone that's born of the Spirit, there will be a sound. Because the wind blows where it listeth, thou hearest the sound thereof. So is everyone. Not just some, but everyone that's born of the Spirit is going to have a sound. Now, we're going to have to find out what that sound is in the book of Acts. When people are born of the Spirit. But I'm trying to show you what Jesus said. First of all, to a religious man, you must be born again of water and Spirit. And when you're born of the Spirit, there will be the sound. Okay? You can't see the wind. You can't see the Spirit of God. But you can feel its, His effects and you can hear the sound. What is that sound? We're going to find out. Because it says, so is everyone. Not just somebody. Not, not just certain people. Not just the elite But everybody that's born of the Spirit has the same sound. Okay. Just this helping anybody? Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master or literally the master of Israel? And knowest not these things? This was prophesied in the prophets in Ezekiel. Okay, that he would take out the stony heart, and put a heart of flesh in them, put his spirit in them, etc. Write his laws in their inward parts. And this is a master, a theologian of Israel, and he don't know about what Jesus is preaching here. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. Now, I'm going through verse 21. If I have told you earthly things, so which means this, that the new birth is for the earth only. It's not, you can't get born again after you die. You have to get born again while you're alive in the earth. Okay, you got to get saved now before you die. Okay. Okay, so he says, If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? No man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. But he's standing right there talking to Nicodemus. So how can he be in heaven and on earth at the same time? Because he's God. His Spirit is omnipresent. Okay? Now, what's this. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. So now we find out what the Son of Man must do in order for man to be saved. And to enter into the kingdom of God what the son of man must do is he must be lifted up okay you with me here and he did that correct he was crucified <coughs> okay and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up so what he must ha- he must do that whosoever believeth in him should not perish We're talking about believing. How are we going to believe? Should not perish, but should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Which is interesting because the word gospel, G-O-S-P-E-L, is spelled out word-wise in this. For God, G so loved the world that he gave his only O begotten Son S that whosoever believeth in him should not perish P but have everlasting E life so gospel is actually in that word for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the through but the world through him might be saved now he just told him how to get saved he told him you've got to be born again in the water and in the spirit. But then he talks about what Jesus must do in order for that to take place. And that's to be lifted up. And then he, Now, this is simple. just right here in the Bible. You can read along with me. Because of what he's done, men can be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now, so he told Nicodemus what? Verse five, Verily, verily I say anything, except a man be born of the one and the Spirit, he can enter the kingdom of God. So we found out what man must do is that is be born again. And we also found out what Jesus must do, and that's be lifted up. Right? Okay, so we're talking about believing. For God so loved the world He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. So we're talking about entering into the kingdom of God and understanding the kingdom of God is synonymous to being saved. We're talking about sa- how to get saved. Okay? And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men loved Darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. That's why, now, talking about being morning in the water. That's why a lot of churches who don't have a move of God in them have so many members. Because when you go to a church where the Spirit of God is, then it exposes or uncovers sin. And so people will go to a church where the Holy Ghost is not there because they're comfortable there. But we, look what he says. The condemnation is that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light neither cometh to the light why lest his deeds should be reproved or corrected okay but he that doeth truth say doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in god okay grab your papers let's look at the outline Verses 3 through 8, a person must be born again of the water and the spirit in order to be saved. What I must do. Some teach this water is natural birth. Others teach that it means water baptism. But the scriptures will teach us which is correct as we go on. Now, how many of y'all ever heard that, you know, well, the water there is natural birth, the the sack of the mother? Well, that's a type of spiritual birth, but it's not what he's talking about here. Because Jesus said that which is flesh is flesh that which is spirit is spirit so again Nicodemus is thinking natural but Jesus is thinking spiritual on both of those water and spirit right okay we'll find out for sure though verse 8 there will be a sound when you are born of the Spirit because so I, well, I used to say this myself I know I got the Holy Ghost I don't have to speak in tongues I fought speaking in tongues like you wouldn't believe, man. I know I've got the Holy Ghost, you know. Well, the day I fought it the hardest was the day I started speaking in tongues. (laughs) But the Bible says that everyone is going to have a sound. Everyone. Not just a few. Not just the elite. But everybody who get the Holy Ghost is going to have a sound. We're going to find out what the sound is. Does anybody have any idea? In Acts 2, verses 1 through 4. And there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty what wind and what happened and they all began to speak with they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance okay speaking in tongues but anyway they will all have the sound verse 16 if we believe on Jesus we can be saved but the question is what is believing according to the Word? Now, John 7, go there. <coughs> Got 10 minutes left. John 7, 37. When we talk about believing in the Lord Jesus, does that mean we just believe that He existed? Just believing that He existed and believing that He died and believing that he rose, does that make me saved just because I factually know that and believe that? No. Mm-mm. Watch what it says. John 7, 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said out of his belly shall flow ray I'm just throwing this in for you flow ray rivers of living water rhetoric so that when you get filled with the Holy Ghost if you believe as the scripture has said when you get filled with the Holy Ghost it's gonna flow it's gonna rail out of you which means there's gonna be rhetoric or there's gonna be a tongue that's why he said everybody that gets the Spirit is going to have the sound. Because when you believe the Bible way, you get the Holy Ghost the Bible way, there will be a flow, a reo, or rhetoric, or a tongue. You with me here? But you got to believe on him as the Scripture has said, not just believe on his existence. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, what are you talking about this living water? What does that mean? but this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive so if you believe on him the bible way then you're going to get the holy ghost And when you get the holy ghost you're going to speak in tongues and he said everyone's going to have this sound and they all began to speak with other tongues you got it, it i don't get it one way and you get it another way i say it i'm talking about him the spirit of god jesus Okay, but this they the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying said of a truth, this is the prophets. Okay, we'll stop there. That's interesting, isn't it? so if you believe on jesus the bible way the bible says you're going to get the holy ghost and when you get the holy ghost there's going to be a flow there's going to be a rail Woo! see this to me is not just for for the person we're trying to win to god and and bring them into salvation it's for the church it's for you because when you are really moving in the spirit of god and you are full of the spirit there will be a rail there will be a, an utterance that comes forth from your mouth. You cannot. Oh, I don't want to start preaching to y'all. I'm trying to teach Bible study. <laughs> Try to teach Bible study to the lost tonight. Okay, Romans ten. Let's let's find out then. Okay, if we if we believe on him the Bible way, we'll get the Holy Ghost. When we get this, there's going to be a sound. I found out I must be born again of the water and the spirit or I can't even enter into the kingdom of God I can't even see it I can't even understand it okay and she is speaking to a very religious man told him that all right well Romans 10 let's talk some more about believing Romans 10 Oh, verse 8. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. Who? We preach the apostles. We found out that we and us are the apostles last week. If you weren't here, please get that tape from last week. There was really an unction on that, that uh, deal last week, so please get that. But anyway, he says this, uh, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Now, do you know you can't even confess him as Lord without the Holy Ghost? 1 Corinthians 12 says that no man calleth Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. So we're not just standing up here and saying, I now confess Jesus as my Lord. You might say it with your mouth, but, but it's not a reality unless you have the Holy Ghost. You can't even say He's your Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 12 says that. Okay? So when we talk about confessing the Lord, this is Bible. That's here in Romans. But what does confessing the Lord mean? It's more than just, just accepting Him. You can't even say it without the Holy Ghost, that He's Lord. Thou shalt confess with thy mouth. And also confession of faith includes water baptism. So confessing the Lord is water baptism and the Holy Ghost. It's not just saying, I accept Jesus. Going to the front. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Right? First Corinthians 12 there. And you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. And shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. You with me? I'm not going to try to teach you the book of Romans. But he has to get these Jewish people or whoever to understand first and foremost that Jesus is the Lord. And that he died, was buried, and rose again the third day. If they don't believe that, there ain't no way they're going to get born again. Okay. for with the heart man believeth in the righteous and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed for there's no difference between the jew and the greek for the same lord overall is rich upon all that call upon him for whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved okay well how are you gonna call on the name of the lord call on the name of the Lord is included in water baptism listen church it is not just going up there and saying I call upon you Jesus I confess you Jesus as my personal Savior right now that is not what this is teaching you with me here they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved right how then shall they call on him In whom they have not believed the only way is you have got to believe as the scripture has said watch okay how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed and how shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard and how shall they hear without a preacher and how shall they preach except they be sent as it's written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. The gospel is not just the good news about his death, bear, and resurrection, but you've got to obey the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes. Verily their sound, who? The apostles, went into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the world. So i got to find out what they preached. If I, if I want to even know what, how to believe on him, i got to find out what the apostles preached to the lost. You see what I'm saying? See what the Bible saying. But I say, did not Israel know? First Moses saith, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel it saith, all day long have I stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. And a gainsaying people is a people who speak against the word that's spoken. Okay, let's go look at your papers then, please. Romans 10, 8 through 18. We must hear the word preached by a man sent of God and believe what he preaches in order to be saved. Now I want to add a little bit to that. If he is sent by God, then he's going to preach what the apostles preached. And if he preaches what the apostles preached, they will get born again of the water and the Spirit. Do you understand? Okay. Romans 1:16 without turning there, the Bible says, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth it. Believes what? The gospel. John seventeen twenty. Jesus prayed for those that would believe on him by the words of the apostle. Remember? He said, neither pray I uh, for these... Neither pray I for these alone, but for those also who will believe on me through their word. So believing on him how? Through their word. You got to believe as the scripture has said. Okay. Mark 115 uh, talks about the kingdom of God is at hand. Okay. He says Repent. And believe the gospel. What is the gospel? With me here? It is the good news that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again the third day. But the gospel is how I apply that to my life. Repentance, water baptism, and in of the Holy Ghost, spirit. Water and spirit. So, believing the gospel is believing death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and applying that to my life by believing on him the way the apostles preached you got y'all understand okay Mm -hmm. ephesians 1 13 let's let's talk about i'm gonna try to finish this page here ephesians 1 13. remember the church of ephesus and acts 19 we will see them in this bible study how they got saved okay Ephesians 1 13, it tells us something very interesting in whom ye also trusted you hear people say well trust in the Lord is your personal Savior what does that mean to them it means one thing to us it means another you with me to them it means one thing to the Apostles it means something else you with me here watch in whom you also trusted when did they trust after you heard the word of truth now after they heard the word of truth then what happened well it says the word of truth is the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that you believed so you heard the word of truth The gospel of your salvation. When they heard that, the Bible says, after they believed, they were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You with me? You see what he's saying there. First, they they trusted. They heard the word of truth, gospel of salvation. After that, they believed. What happens to a person who hears the word of truth, the gospel of their salvation, and who believes? they will be sealed with the Holy Spirit or they'll get filled with the Holy Ghost. If you believe the Bible way, you get the Holy Ghost the Bible way. When you get the Holy Ghost, you will speak with other tongues. Okay, you with me here? So again, they say, well, we've trusted the Lord as our personal Savior. If you did, did you get the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues? No. Then you did not believe on Him as the scripture has said. And you did not believe on Him according to the gospel of your salvation. And you did not believe on Him according to truth. You might have a knowledge of that, but that's supposed to bring you into a new birth experience. Not just knowing facts. You got it? Okay, now... 1 Thessalonians 2, 9. Is this, are y'all getting this? Do you see what happens when you truly believe and you truly trust? You hear the word of truth and you get filled with the spirit. Right? <coughs> well, then what happens to people? I, I'm going to get over here and do what I'm be a good, Bible teacher and get over to my, see sort of going off. But First Thessalonians 2. What happens to people then when they go to church and they repent and they find out about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and they say, Yeah, I want the Lord to be the Lord of my life and they repent of their, sale, their sins? They mistake repentance for the new birth. When you repent, you get forgiven. But just because you're conceived doesn't mean you're born yet. So a lot of people go to church, they've been conceived. But they've been conceived for 30 years. And they've never been born. They felt forgiveness. They felt the load lift off of them. They felt clean. But that is not the new birth. I'm going to prove it to you by the Bible. Water baptism in Jesus' name is not the new birth. There are people who repented and got baptized in Jesus' name. But the Bible said they still needed the birth of the Spirit. So when you get baptized in water, it's not automatic that you get the Spirit. I'm trying to show you something here. Are you getting the point? So there are people that are on the road. They've been conceived. They believe the truth. Uh, they've confessed. They've repented. They felt that forgiveness. But they did. it doesn't mean they're born again. They might even got water baptized in Jesus' name. But if they haven't been born of the Spirit, they're not born yet. I'm going to prove it to you by the Bible as we go through this. For all you heavy theologians. And I do mean heavy. No, not really. Now, what's God going to do with these people? I don't know. I'm not going to judge their eternal position. That's God to determine that. Oh, my, my per- pro- what I have to do is preach this book and not compromise, not take away or add to it. Because if I take away from it or add to it, I'm in trouble and so are you. Hello, somebody. First Thessalonians 2. You're gonna get, I'm going to get fired up here now. Okay, First Thessalonians. Where is that? Is that in the Bible? Is that in the New Testament? New or old? <coughs> oh, where all my pages are stuck together. Uh-huh. How many Bible studies you got going on right now? <laughs> on the way. Okay. Praise the Lord. First Thessalonians two, y'all ready? Finally, got my pages unstuck. (laughs) Okay, for you remember, brethren, our labor and travail, for laboring night and day, because we would not be chargeable unto any of you, we preached unto you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how holily and justly and unblameable we behaved ourselves among you. That believe as you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father his children that you would walk worthy of God who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory for this cause also thank we God without ceasing because that when listen when you received the word of God which ye heard of us you received it not as the word of men but as it is in truth the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believe got it they didn't just say well that's just a man preaching they, they said that's, that's the word of God for you, brethren, became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Well, the churches of God think they have the right name for their church because the churches of God. And the church of Christ thinks they got the right name because it's the church of Christ. And, oh, give me break. For you, brethren, became followers of the church. Now, don't, don't tell your people that, you run them off. Which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For you also have uh, suffered. Mm, suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews, who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets and have persecuted us, and they please not God and are contrary to all men. I'm talking about religious people who claim to know God. I'm talking about people like Nicodemus. Forbidding us to speak. You with me? Forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles. Paul had Judaizers following him everywhere he went. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm not going to get into terms here. But they try to hinder the preaching of the Apostle Paul to the Gentiles. notice forbidding us to speak to the gentiles that they might be saved because there has to be a man sent by god to preach to the unbeliever to tell them how to be saved now watch they are forbidding paul to preach to the gentiles that they might be saved so there's a message there's a plan that has to be preached when it's heard and believed and And obeyed brings that person into salvation without that message that word being preached and being heard and being obeyed that person is not saved i don't care if they claim to know god i don't care if they've been in church for 50 years they are not saved if they have not heard the word that the apostles preached now that is that's that's what the bible said that's not what i said What the word said, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved, to fill up their sins always, for the wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. Got that? All right. Isn't that good? That's just good, isn't it? That's just good. So now you understand that believing is more than just mental acceptance of Jesus and His work for you. Got it? Okay. Second Thessalonians one. 7 through 10 I'm not going to read it but the Bible said the Lord will appear from heaven in flaming fire taking vengeance on them that that don't obey the gospel obey the gospel not just hear it but obey the gospel verse 10 Paul said because our testimony was believed let us let us know he was speaking of the gospel he preached and not only that but it tells us that the gospel that he preached will not change all the way to the second coming of Jesus. Okay? Amen. For example, the gifts of the Spirit. Some people say, well, the gifts of the Spirit are not for us today. Okay? That it went out with the early church. Holy Ghost speaking in tongues went out with the early church. But Jesus said in 1 Corinthians 1, 7, that you come behind in no gift. How long? Waiting for the coming of the Lord. So the gifts are still going to be here until he comes. The Holy Ghost is still going, is going to be poured out the same way they received it in the early church. I'm going to go there and I'm going to show it to you. Okay, you can just write that down if you want to. This is just a thought that came to me. Are you all okay out there? I mean, help me along a little bit, man. Y'all, y'all are looking at me like the the nation of Israel looked at uh, Moses. Hallelujah. First Corinthians one seven, I hope, and pray. I think it's okay watch look at this so that you come behind in no gift no gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ so the gospel the message not going to change that they preached and the gifts are not going to go away he said come behind in no gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ okay alright y'all okay out there y'all still breathing still alive I'm just gonna say this wrong or right I think some people don't come to these because they're worried that they're actually gonna to have to teach a Bible study and they're so deathly afraid so if I don't go for training that means they won't require it of me just come to the Bible study get saved hallelujah get saved man you don't have enough God to get the victory over your fear give me a break okay next next uh, week if Jesus doesn't come back next week we'll preach what is the gospel okay you got to believe the gospel to be saved we'll talk about the great commission and then we'll go into the book of Acts and other scriptures and explain to you the new birth of water and spirit okay everybody doing all right got any questions good y'all are awesome y'all are great you know everything and i'm glad to know that and so i'm gonna let you go to prayer right now so that you can really pray for me that i can preach tonight and get the word of god to you okay hallelujah and pray for yourself the church you are dismissed to prayer thank you for coming